We are back. Austin and I are back for our fall season, or at least that's what I'm calling it, of the Beyond the Trail podcast. And you guys, we are excited for our guest this evening, who will be on shortly. But I should say, Austin, it's nice to see you. Yeah, it's been kind of a busy summer. Yeah. You've been doing some trips. I did some trips. And then we actually did some filming last weekend. So that was pretty cool. And I guess we should talk about that. You guys, Safe and Found, that we've been talking about since last February, featuring Nancy East and the Haywood County Search and Rescue Team. We have finalized all the filming. And uh, Austin, I know you're feeling pretty good about that. It feels good until I look at like the three terabytes of footage that we have. And I'm like, oh, now we have to go watch all of that and figure out what looks best. So we're definitely in the next stage of the operation. But it definitely feels good to not have to drive all over the state getting footage now. It's all in one place. Yeah, we've done that. It's in the past. (laughs) So that, that part helps. One thing about going back and looking at the footage, this film and the individuals that are in the film have had life-altering, literally life-altering experiences. As I've been going back and listening and watching to some of the individuals that we have interviewed, I cry every time. That's how touching this is going to be and i am hoping educational at the same time so what what have you found going back looking through some of this stuff a lot of it i've been looking back through just kind of refreshing my memory because a lot of the stuff because we started in february so i mean it's been a hot minute since we started this project so like going back and looking at some of the stuff that we got in february i'm like man oh that's gonna be so good it's been humbling too and especially so like I, I did a little, I tried to do it live, but apparently there's no cell reception on Klingman's Dome. Who knew? But I finished up doing some B-roll at Klingman's Dome on Sunday, this past Sunday. And so I did kind of like a little like video that was supposed to be live. And so I just recorded it and posted it later, but essentially like a, hey, we're done kind of kind of video. One of the stories that's kind of central to the whole film began in the Klingman's Dome parking lot and in that area, not to give the whole thing away, but it was a, a tragic story. So it was pretty humbling to be in that place, you know, that we had heard all of these stories about because before that I had just, you know, that was where I started my segment one trip of the mountains of sea trail on, you know, this dreary, you know, Sunday morning uh, a couple of years ago and it was just a parking lot and we were stepping off because that's the only place, that's the closest we could get to Clingman's Dome. But now it just has so much more meaning. And I think the areas that we have talked to these folks and just visited so many times, they have a lot more meaning now, which is neat. So. Hopefully that, that that comes through the film and we can kind of help the the viewers feel that as well. So, yeah, we should probably talk a little bit about who we've got going on tonight. The people <laughs> that we are going to be having on this evening here in about two seconds, Kim and Nathan Wright with the Penhody Outdoor Center with the Penhody Fest. And now I want to make sure I get this right. They have started the Penhody Experience Foundation. And they are here to talk all about that this evening. And Austin, I think we should go ahead and bring them on. Because really, that's who everybody is here for. But right before that, thank you, everybody that is in the chat this evening. Austin, should we get to it? Should we bring them on? Let's do it. What's up, folks? (laughs) How's it going? Hey, everybody. For those that are not familiar with the Penhody Trail, 
which is in Alabama. I'm assuming everybody on here is familiar. Why don't we kick this off? Because obviously this is Beyond the Trail podcast at our guests this evening. Nathan and Kim have 100% went beyond the trail. You guys are immersed in the community. Nathan, why don't you walk us through kind of like an origin story? How did you guys get started on this? Have you always lived in Alabama? Kick us off with how all this got started. No, we haven't lived in Alabama the whole time. We see, I moved to Alabama in 2012. Um, We moved to Sylacauga in 2015. Kim and I actually got married in 2018. During that time we were here in Sylacauga, we didn't really know much about the Pinhoti early on. I was hiking the AT at the time in sections. I kind of told Kim that we would probably end up somewhere on the AT later in the years after kids got out of school, things like that. But when we found out about the Pinhoti and, you know, what it really was, it was right before the boom of the trail, if you say. I mean, we've seen a boom and then we saw another boom after COVID and we, you know, we've had some social media influencers hike, and we saw a boom from that as well. And then we got put on uh, Gut Hook, now far out. That helped as well bring awareness. Before all that, we noticed there wasn't much of a resource for the Pinhoti. I was like, why do we need to go to the AT? Let's, this is a beautiful trail. Let's just, let's just do it here. So we found a place, and uh, it's pretty close to the trail, about a mile from off the trail on, a, on one of the road walks, the short road walks in Alabama. And uh, we started uh, just grinding on that place and doing all the work. We bought it in, in late, like December of 18. We opened it in October of 19 because we had a lot of work to do. This is the Pinhoti Outdoor Center. So we we opened a um, brick and mortar. It's a hostel. It's bunk room, laundry, shower, full bathroom. Got a kitchenette. We have a storefront, a couple acres you can tent on, big parking lot, long-term parking, outdoor fire pit. Um, pretty much anything you need to get started, we can take care of it. So that was the idea of, you know, how can we help people get on the Pinhoti and help people get outside and enjoy adventures in Alabama? So that was our focus. And, uh, man, we're along for the ride here on the Pinhoti. It's been a blast. Now you, you've, you piqued my interest cause you, I feel like I identify with this a little bit. You said that you initially were attracted to the AT but then discovered the Pinhoti. You remember how or, or what what piqued your interest about the Pinhoti? Because I'm uh, frankly, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for trails that aren't the big three. Um, that's how right. I fell in love with the Mountains of Sea Trail. Uh, was because it, right. it wasn't the AT, it wasn't the PCT. Was there something that stuck out for y'all? I knew about the Pinhoti. Kind of, I always thought as oh, it's up around Chiha Mountain. You know, there's you you hear about Chiha and it goes it goes up and over Chiha. We're about an hour away from there. And I bought a house in Sylacauga on a back county road, or yeah, right outside the city limits. And early on that fall, I saw some people running by the house um, and they didn't look too good. <laughs> <laughs> 2016 rolls around the same, it's the first weekend in November. It happens again. And I see these people and I, this time I decided to go out and talk to them. And it turns out they were running this Penhody 100 race. It's a hundred mile run. And it ends in Sylacauga. They still do it today. But I was like, the Pinhoti Trail comes all the way down here. And then I started researching it. And I found a couple of common friends that had friends that knew about it. And I started reaching out and, um, you know, learning about how big this trail is. It's 350 miles now. And it stretches from Wagufka, Alabama at Flag Mountain. And it goes all the way up into North Georgia at, uh, above LJ and dead ends into the Benton Mackay Trail. That's how I found out about it. And I 
I started actually started running with this group of friends now in Silicaga and we um uh just discovered the trail and I started getting on it and that's when I was like, man, this trail is awesome and it needs some love. <laughs> I was right gonna say on. Nate, uh I don't know if uh the audience knows you're a secret trail runner. Um and I know that's one of your passions as well. And Kim, you've been too quiet now. It's time to pipe up. So I know that not only originally you were involved with co-founding and opening the Penhody Outdoor Center, but from a business perspective, you've also immersed yourself into the town, the Chamber of Commerce, local right. businesses, the travel and tourism aspect of it. So from a business perspective, and this will help us lead to some other things that you guys are venturing into now. How did you take, what was your role in that? And why did you feel you needed to get involved in that to immerse yourself in other avenues in the community? Well, starting out, we realized that the Penhody Trail really was going to be a great resource and a great economic impact on the communities, not only Silicaga, but all the way up the trail. In that, we decided that in order to be able to promote the trail the way it needed to be promoted and grow it organically, it was important for us to get involved in these communities. The Silicaga Chamber has been absolutely incredible for us because that partnership, knowing, you know, they've taught me a lot about tourism, about the economic impact of tourism. Hikers, that's a huge impact on these trail towns. So diving into that, getting more involved in that, one of the things I'll have to, I brag a little bit about our business is that we were nominated for um, Small Business of the Year in Silicaga and we'll be going to the state level soon, keeping our fingers crossed that that just brings another aspect of how great the Penhody Trail is for the state of Alabama and Georgia. It's exciting for us and it's exciting to be able to say that, you know, we're part of Silicaga and growing this into a trail town and being able to partner with communities like Heflin, Cave Spring, Piedmont, and then like Mulberry Gap Adventure Base Camp and really growing those communities into trail communities as well. And just educating, educating the the locals that they're not homeless people hiking the trail. They riff well. I mean, some of them maybe, but mostly, <laughs> mostly, people, <laughs> mostly people that homeless by choice, I should say. But really, just getting out there and, and they're pouring money back into these communities, and it's it's really making a big difference and an impact on our state and in Georgia as well. From a business perspective, did you guys know what you were getting into? I told Kim, I said, this is not a get rich business. This is a passion business. And so we're, we're going to serve these hikers. And at the time, we're talking 2018, 2019, you didn't see hundreds of hikers on the Penhody. So I was like, we're, we might see 10, 15 a year. That'd be awesome. You know, if they call us, uh, we, you know, I remember the first time our phone started ringing. It was so fun. It was like, oh my gosh, we're getting a phone call from the POC. So, you know, it was, we had no clue how the growth was going to take off. And like I said, there's a lot of factors in that. It's fun being a part of that and being a part of that ride. And we've, we've developed programs to help bring p hikers into towns. You know, Heflin has, he the city of Heflin um, will um, issue a certificate of completion once you complete the whole trail. And part of that now is Sil Silicaga Chamber of Commerce. You can go in there and register your hike and they'll give you a, a tag. I was looking to see if I had one with me a unique numbered pack tag for your backpack, the Penhody and all the information on it and your, your unique number. And that now is part of the certificate process. So now we're working, the two cities are working together to get that certificate 
process going for the hikers. And it's, it's been received real well. It's, it's not mandatory. You don't have to register your hike. It's free. You can do it. And, uh, it just helps us get numbers and, you know, information and data about who all is on the trail. The really cool part about only being a 350 mile trail is that we're really building community. Um, mm-hmm. we have got opportunities that you don't get on the, the triple crown or the larger trails that we can create those relationships all the way up the trail and even onto the Bent Mackay and the Appalachian Trail, the, you know, the southern parts of that. So it's, it's very exciting to be a part of that, albeit a small part, but a part in, but it was not what we expected. We didn't expect to be able to, well, learn. That's a lot of trail miles to learn, but I'll give it to Nathan. Nathan's about the, one of the most knowledgeable trail, trail people out there on the Pinhody Trail. I ask him a question and he can nail it every time, but it's, it's been such a huge opportunity. We do have relationships w- with other hostels along the AT. And so we consider ourselves, and we are, the southernmost hostel on, in the Appalachian Mountains and the northernmost hostel in uh, Millinocket there, the Appalachian, let's see, they, they changed their name now. It's Appalachian Trail Hostel and Outfitters there in Millinocket. It was the Lodge, the Appalachian Trail Lodge. They're the northernmost. So um, we have a, a pack tag called Bamata Baxter. And if you're doing Bamata Baxter, starting at Flag Mountain on the Pinote, going all the way to Katahdin, you can get one of those. It's, it's real cool to see that. I got to actually come down and hang out with y'all. I guess it was last year, early last year, came down with all those other crazy YouTubers, Crow and J-Ben and Leonidas and all of them for the Alabama Triple Crown. And I got to say, the night we spent with y'all was one of my favorites, not only because we got out of the rain, because it dumped rain on us that night. But y'all have just created something so amazing right there. And like you said, there wasn't anything else before, right? So you're, right. you're starting from scratch and just an absolutely amazing experience. So this is my call to all the hikers out there that are coming out and hiking the Benhoti. You got to go to the POC. Just make oh, it a destination. Man. You got to go. Thank you. Um, that means a lot. It, it does mean a lot. And we, we love to hear we love to hear that kind of thing. And sometimes we don't we don't slow down enough to to understand what kind of impact we may have on hikers, but it's, that's what we're doing it for. So thank you. So then you're, you know, small business owners, you, you've got the, the hostel, you're running through that. Where did the foundation start to come into play? It's something that's, we've been thinking about doing for a couple of years, but it's a big undertaking. We had our first ever Penhody Fest. And if you haven't been there, you don't know what it is. It's, it's our kickoff to the hiking season. We have some great vendors show up. We had food trucks. We had live music. We had great speakers, giveaways, gear giveaways. It was just incredible. We decided to do it every year. And one thing we found in doing a festival, when you go to these corporations and these other businesses for sponsorship, the first question out of their mouth is, are you nonprofit? Which is something else we've been thinking about doing for years for educational purposes. That was our wake-up call. We said, okay, we need to start a foundation. And I'll let Kim take it from there. So January, we um, we opened the nonprofit. Everybody talked about how difficult it was going to be. We had our nonprofit status in about three weeks, which is usually unheard of. We filed all the paperwork online. A lot of people say you have to go through attorney. It's really not a difficult paperwork. It's just paperwork and you answer the questions and you know move on. But we did it really in a way that we can offer educational resources to people along the trail. The past two years, we've offered backpack or three years backpacking one-on-one classes for new hikers. It's really an educational resource. We're going to be, you know, we talked a little bit, um, Jester, about 
SARS and that sort of thing. So it's kind of going to slide right into, you know, some of what you guys are doing with Safe and Found and I'm hoping to connect with that group soon. But Wilderness First Aid, a lot of people ask us for classes and this was just an opportunity for us to be able to maybe get some funding for those classes, maybe offer a lot of classes to hikers, not just backpacking classes, but also wilderness first aid, safety classes, trail maintenance classes, leave no trace, which is very important to both of us. But it's just an opportunity for us to educate people about the trails, the safety of the trails and being prepared. So this is not a specific organization for the Penhody Trail itself. This is a nonprofit to provide, let me make sure I'm getting this right, hikers an experience through Leave No Trace education, search and rescue education, various courses. I know you guys do the backpacking 101 style stuff as well. Am I gathering this right? And you host the Penhody Fest. The way we say it is, we want to have experience-based classes and events. So that's going to be, you know, it's not going to be, hey, let's come sit in a classroom and talk about Leave No Trace. We want it to be more of an experience. We're going to probably have that class out in the woods somewhere, make it some kind of experience that you're going to remember and you you really learn from. I'm hoping to take some of that into the schools locally as well. And you know, especially the Leave No Trace, teaching the kids younger that it's not just a wilderness principle. It's something that you can use in your communities and at home too. And so it's it's exciting to see how this is going to grow, all the things that we're going to be able to offer and just to see what else we can put on our plate. Do you have help now at the Penhody Outdoors? How are you doing it all? Are you still doing all the shuttles? Are you still, how are you spreading yourselves out? We have amazing help. We've been uh, blessed with friends that a lot of people will know on the AT, uh, Chuck Norris and Tigger. Actually, he goes by Chuck Snorris now. They were at Laughing Heart Hostel for a long time in uh, Hot Springs. They like to travel a lot. And we called them one time and said, hey, if y'all know anybody that would like to work at the POC, let us know. And they called us back and said, yeah, we know somebody to us. So <laughs> they're just, they're just, they're so knowledgeable of the hiking world. And now, you know, they're learning the Penhody. They've been running shuttles for us. They live out of an uh, airstream on our property that we got full hookups for. So they have their own little space and they help us with the hostel and all the shuttles. And it's been just great. And they do have times where they leave uh, like they're scheduled. They go home during Christmas time or during late fall, early winter. And we have some other hikers that have been coming in to help named Donuts and Amelia Earhart. So we, we've been blessed with folks that we trust and are knowledgeable and love to help. So. It's been a huge help for us. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. You, you mentioned Penhody Fest was it was your first one was last year. How did that come into be? It started off through the certificate program through, you know, Penhody Trail Town. When you become a trail town, part of that is that you have to hold some type of event every year. And that was just kind of a an idea. And we're like, well, why don't we just do something that's going to bring hikers from all over? And we had visited trail days like why don't we do our own little event like trail days and we approached the city about it i wasn't quite sure what they were going to think about hikers camping in the park (laughs) but they were all in they were excited about it we're taking over downtown noble park again this year and it just was a great opportunity for us to teach people about the penhody if you wanted to come and learn about you know the penhody playing your hike we've got the trail towns will be all presented they were there last year it's just a great it's a great fellowship opportunity for hikers, and you really learn how small the hiking community is. I heard you guys saying last night, because you guys went live on your Facebook page last night, You were there, this year there were all kinds of bands. There's a huge stage. 
that you guys are having this year and you want 200 hikers at Noble Park. So 2,000. Oh, 2,000. Oh, okay. I totally got that wrong. 2,000 <laughs> hikers at Noble Park. So me never being down there, walk me through the entire experience of what you hope somebody's going to have that knows nothing about the Penhody Trail. Nathan, you got that one? Yeah, I can take a stab at that. So if you're staying the whole weekend, you're gonna the park opens Friday morning. We do a registration that evening. You get a wristband for giveaways. And if you're the first so many people in that register, we have a couple other gifts that you're going to get. We have live music that Friday night. And it's just a chance to see some of the vendors will be setting up Friday night. We have, I don't know, 40-something vendors that'll be setting up in the park. Some of those are gear vendors. Some of them are trail towns. All the trail towns will be there. So if you're if you're thinking about hiking the Pinhoti, you get to meet all the trail town representatives and talk to them about you know what they have. And you can plan your hike all the way through by doing that. The state forestry, the Alabama Forestry Commission will be there. The National Forest will be there. Everybody that's related to the Penhody Trail will be there. One of the biggest, our biggest sponsor and our, our really our biggest partner in the Penhody is, is a private organization called the Conservation Fund. They're a nonprofit group that has been a huge, huge influence on the Penhody. They've purchased between Flag Mountain, you've got to understand Flag Mountain is kind of, it's about 30 miles away from the edge of the National Forest. And when we originally put the terminus on Mountain, that 30 miles was a pure road walk. Mm. So I remember that, that. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So between now, between Flag and the National Forest, which is Trammell Trailhead, the Conservation Fund has purchased 4,000 something acres purely for the Penhody Trail corridor. Wow. We don't want um, access on private property that could be revoked, an easement that could be revoked in the future that, you know, oh, we got to move the trail again. We just don't want to go through that. We've, we've got a couple of scenarios that's, that's, that's happened to. And so they purchase this land and make deals and buy the land and at a fair price. It's just a great scenario. And the Conservation Fund has just been wonderful to work with. We've got a lot of that trail now off the road because of them. They're a huge sponsor. They're, um, they'll be there. They'll have representatives there you can talk to and see some of the plans they've got coming up. And uh, But yeah, we've got, so Saturday morning, Chick-fil-A is going to show up and feed everybody. We'll have... Um, Mexican food truck, and we'll also have a um, uh, like a barbecue food truck there as well. All day Saturday, we'll have some workshops. One of is one of which is an art workshop by Heidi. I can't say her last name. I have a hard time. Nesbit. Nesbit. She's so talented. She's she's so awesome. She'll have a, a booth there selling artwork that she's done for um you know I'm sure a lot of stuff, but she does some Pinhoti influenced stuff as well. Yeah, we're excited to have her there. I was just going to say you could sign up for Heidi's class on her website, Sketching Summits. And, you know, it's a $50 fee, which is very reasonable for what you're going to get from Heidi. Plus, you get to take home all the, the art supplies with you. So sign up for that. And that's just one of the workshops we'll be offering. I love how y'all have incorporated the education piece into the festival. Like, you know, like Trail Days or, or Jester and I went to NC Trail Days. And there's lots of like presentations or booths or anything like that, but maybe I'm remiss by, you know, I'm just ignorant of what's going on, but I don't think there's a lot of that education piece going on. So I think that's awesome. Like, like you said, with the whole, the, the whole mission of the foundation, bringing that part in, I think that's fantastic. It is. And it, um, last year we had a, um, a cross cut saw demonstration to teach people and they actually had hands-on experience using a cross cut saw, which we have a couple of wilderness areas on the Penhody that that's how you do the maintenance. Mm -hmm. So 
That's a, it was a great way to recruit people. It's like, hey, see how fun this is? Come on out. <laughs> we have our Backpacking 101 class. We work with the Alabama Hiking Club with. They're going to be doing another kind of intro, quick class to get people pique their interest, see if they, you know, what they know, kind of do. Last year, they did like a, a progression of tents from maybe 20 years ago, what they were, what they used to be and how they are now and see the difference in the technology. And, um, and we had a lot of people sign up for the class. We, we hold our backpacking 101 class in the spring. So it's a good way to get people say, oh, okay, that's what we're going to learn. That's cool. And you, you know, you're around like-minded people. So it's, it was really fun. I mean, it's really a weekend experience. It is. So we hadn't talked about our main speaker this year, but he has a documentary out. We'll talk about him in a minute. We'll be showing that documentary two times during the day down the street at the library. So you'll have two opportunities to see a 30-minute version of his documentary. His name is Dale Sanders. He goes by Graybeard, the adventurer. He's oh, now yeah. 88 okay. years old. I know who old. you're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> so at age 87, this is wild. At age 87, he solo paddled the entire Mississippi River. They did a, a documentary on him. It's fantastic. We went and saw it at um, Lookout Wild Film Festival in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It was great. We're excited to have him and you get a chance to see his documentary and uh, ask questions that evening. He gets up on stage after the after all the music's playing that evening, around seven o'clock, he'll be speaking and uh, taking questions and, and pictures. And then Sunday morning, we'll have uh, La Costa Mexican Restaurant is providing everybody their um, breakfast burritos. And um, we'll have our big giveaway Sunday morning for those who have stayed the extra night and, you know, stayed out the weekend with us. Wrap up around noon with a good trail park cleanup. So you've told us what everybody's going to see. Now I'd like to hear, when do you start organizing this? Who makes all those phone calls? Who organizes this from a business perspective? And I asked Kim because she's laughing. I think it's Kim, or am I getting this wrong? Actually, we've already started planning 2024. It is a year-long process, especially when you're reaching out to business and stuff for sponsorships and um, really getting in their radar. But it's a labor of love. But now, you know, this is year two. Year three should be a breeze, right? I mean... It's it's my 47-page spreadsheet that nobody can understand but me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, and it's worth every minute that we spend on it. Um, Tigger and Chuck have been helping us a lot with planning this year and reaching out to folks. And I'm learning late to um, delegate, but next year, next year I'll delegate. And who knows, maybe next year you'll have a search and rescue component. Um Maybe some some particular things on that. Who knows? We'll see. That's 2024, right? It's on my spreadsheet. Hopefully we'll have a podcast there next year. I think it would be awesome to live stream particular aspects of the festival. It would oh, be yeah, a lot cool. of fun. Oh, yeah. I hope y'all can challenge. make that happen. <laughs> we we might need some help though so you when y'all show us you show us how to do it and we'll take care of it no problem i can create a spreadsheet for you i've already got that part <laughs> austin's over there shaking his head um now i'm all about the spreadsheets uh, i can i'm all, a big planner so i can appreciate that but event planning now that tip of the cap to you ma'am <laughs> oh thank you thank you you guys have really i mean if you think about it October 2019 really wasn't that long ago. It really hasn't been that long, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but it's it's been an incredible, incredible ride. 
So what's next? So you, um, we know you got, and when I say what's next, I mean, you know, I know there's something burning because I don't think you guys stop. So is there anything in the fire rounding out 2023, starting 2024? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Not sure we can talk about it yet, but there is. There's huge <laughs> news coming. Uh, huge news. We're just going to have to do another well, episode. Yes. For, for legal reasons, we're not allowed to talk about it yet. We need to no, close, we're not in on, trouble. close some things. No, I know. I was good. like, not, now, wait a minute. Not legal. No, one's, not legal no one's done anything bad. <laughs> uh, there's some uh, papers that still need to be signed. I just want to finalize everything before we talk about it. But there's some really cool stuff coming um, from a Penhody trail accessibility thing. Yeah, we need another podcast. And what everybody could do that's watching this, and it's free, it doesn't cost you anything except giving accolades to Kib and Nathan, you could reshare this episode on your social media pages, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. There's a link right on this episode. And I think that's one of the things that I fail to do, too, when I really, really like something. We should share more because it doesn't cost us anything. So, yeah, share this live episode. It'll get information out there. Austin, you got anything else for Kim and Nathan before we uh, say goodbye and thank you and all that wonderful stuff for coming on the show? Just a, a big thank you, not only for coming on the show, but for everything you're you're doing. Oh, um, that that the everything from giving hikers a place to sleep to bringing people to the trail. You know these this all this education that y'all are doing, bringing new hikers to the trail, teaching them how to do it safely, how to do it correctly and responsibly some amazing stuff that I think thank you you know the the ripples of all of the work that you're doing I don't think you guys probably are able to see how far they they truly go so I think it's fantastic you all are doing some some wonderful stuff down there and I thank you is all I can say thank you thanks that means a lot appreciate that your hard work is really really putting the Penhody trail on the map I know it's probably not a good thing to say, but the more people you have down there, I know the more trail work you're going to have to do, Nathan. So you always <laughs> need volunteers with that. But that's not a bad problem to have. We'll have a volunteer tent set up by Alabama Pinoti Trail Association, which Kim's on the board for that as well. But they'll be there and you can learn how to sign up and come do some trail work and we'll put you out there. There's plenty to do. Well, you have stolen our hearts. You're friends of the show. When you're ready to make your big announcement, we would love for you to come back on and in the beginning of uh, 2024 or whatever that is. And uh, yeah, I, I am almost certain this is not the last time we will be speaking. So you guys hang on. Don't go anywhere. Austin and I are going to close out the episode. We want to chat with you after this is over for just a few minutes. Any parting thoughts, Austin? We haven't officially announced our next episode yet, but be on the lookout. We're like I said, we're trying to do at least one episode a month for uh, Beyond the Trail podcast. But we've still got a few things in the works for our next episode. But be on the lookout. Kim and Nathan, we truly, truly appreciate it. Friends of the podcast, welcome back anytime, and I hope you all have an amazing festival. Until we see you guys again, be safe out there. And Austin, good times. 